Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, sci-fi, izakai adventures, super overpowered main characters with no real drive, a harem of voluptuous ladies, tons of plot armor, sci-fi space action, and rants galore. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 427, Reborn as a Space Mercenary, I Woke Up Piloting the Strongest Starship. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode, because I know I am. But if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin, or some podcast and manga reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, is a podcast resource where we talk about tons of geeky topics and tell you the pros and cons about it. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the development of the overall narrative, and more importantly than that, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes, as well as the other podcasts that we have, our Spyrokin Movie Review, Spyrokin Game Review, Spyrokin Con Review, at www.spyrokin.com. You could tweet us at Spyrokin. Also, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in Spark in the search bar, and I guarantee you find us one way or the other. And if you like what we do, remember to support our Patreon to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And one final thing, if you'd like to send me any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spyrokin.com. Now that all that's out of the way, let's actually get to it, because I am excited to talk about more manga Especially because I'm going to be talking about manga at Otakon 2021. Yes, it's actual in-person convention in Washington, D.C. happening in two weeks. And I'm really excited to be there because I'm going to be doing a panel on the 22 mangaka every grown-up should know. And I'm doing the return of that one, that only, the Insane Manga Challenge, the 10th edition. Back from Isolation, where we're going to be giving away tons of manga and tons of free stuff. So, if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, definitely check it out. So... Now that all that shameless plumbing is out of the way, let's actually get to the review of the episode because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And at Dicktown TV, they're reviewing a manga that was originally written as a light novel and web novel by Ryoto. And the art is by Tetsuhiro Nabashima for the light novel. And for the manga, it is by Sunichi Matsui. And they've collaborated together to create this amazing work. Now, here's the cool part. I'm in trouble. This episode, we're not only going to be talking about the light novel, but we're going to be talking about the manga as well. So let's get to some of the other basic information that you're going to need to know. So the manga has four volumes, and the light novel has six volumes and over 92 chapters online. Originally came out 2019 to present. It's been published by Kodakawa and Shosetsu, and it's been released over here, both versions, by... Seven Seas Entertainment, and the manga that and light novel that we're talking about is known as Mezi Matera Sekyu Soben to Uchusen Mochi Date no De Iko Date Mezashita Yohe to Shite Jiu Ni Ikitai, or Reborn as a Space Mercenary. I woke up piloting the strongest starship. So as you can guess by that absurdly long title and the fact it's light novel, this is an Izekai! Yes! But it's a sci-fi Izekai. He's not a fantasy world. He's been brought to a mysterious, awesome, space-adventuring world. Not really. Turns out that this is actually a being transported into a video game series. 
Yes. Turns out that our main character wakes up piloting the ship that he has created in his favorite online RPG, Stella Online, or Soul. And he has this omnipotent ship that he has worked super hard on known as the Krishna. It's got amazing armaments. It has amazing armor and everything is excellent about it. And he has no idea how he got in this world. He wasn't tr hit by Truck Coon. He wasn't zapped. He wasn't dead. He just appeared here when falling asleep after work. But he's in his world and, well, everything has been kind of wiped. The computer's memory has been wiped. He doesn't know where he's going. When suddenly bandits show up and they try to take over his ship. However, because he's an awesome game player and because he knows this ship like the back of his hand, he ends up slaughtering this group of space pirates, taking their stuff and going to the nearest space station to well get some money and after a big situation where he gets involved with the galactic police because they think that he's a rogue because he has no information about where he is where he's from he ends up kind of being stuck on this space station trying to find work and things to do he ends up hooking up with an elf who is a space mercenary who teaches him the ropes and then through some other antics he ends up saving a young girl's life who pretty much the elf tells him that if you're going to watch over her she's going to become your slut slash girlfriend so that happens and he decides i'm going to become a mercenary so i can get a ton of money and live out my days on a cozy planet getting a very relaxing detached house and i'm going to be able to buy all the soda i want because apparently in space you can't have soda which really sucks and that's the series I mean, there's more to it than that. The fact that his gun that he has is a super limited edition thing that he got in an event, and so everyone wants it because it's super rare. And the fact that his ship is super awesome because it's actually armored up and it's more powerful than most battleships, but it's a Corvette class, so it's a smaller ship, but it has the power of a battleship. And he has great tactics that he used that he used during raids in the game, which would help him to be amazing. And his new girlfriend, Mimi... The girl that he rescued, he's training her to be a operative, and she's kind of helping him out a little bit. Everyone's jealous that he has a girl as his operator. And then due to other shenanigans, the elf girl that he became friends with, who I told you about earlier, who kind of showed him the ropes, ends up losing her ship, and he has to save her life because he has tons of money because he opens up the game. Or sorry, he's in this Izekai world with $2 million of the local currency, which is really ridiculous. And he ends up saving Elma's life and from being sold into slavery because an incident occurs where her ship gets destroyed and ends up destroying part of the Galactic Police's fleet. And so all this happens, and meanwhile, the uh, Galactic officer that helped him out in the beginning, Serena, who's a lieutenant of the Galactic Police, wants to have him join the Galactic Police because he's so amazing at what he does. And this is the manga and the light novel. It's a really super, I am the best, everything is great and wonderful happening to me, and I'm awesome, Isekai. It is really, really just, I mean, the, the manga does a better job of kind of dumbing down how amazing and awesome the guy is. But let's be honest, he's given everything immediately he's given the super ship he's given the super weapons he's given the super money he's given all the powers he needs to know and the charisma to get every single girl after him this it had such a cool premise it's a is a kind space and it just turned to be so generic and so <sighs> i know i'm ranting about this but i 
I can't not. It's just really freaking generic. Like, it doesn't do anything different with the property, except it's instead of it being a fantasy online game, it is a sci-fi online game. We have no idea where he, he's from. We have no idea how he got there, and they're not going to explain it. It's just him going to be in space dealing with this. And when people ask where he's from, he says, oh, I had a hyperdrive accident. I can't remember what happened. That's what he says, and everyone buys it. I just, yeah. I really want to like this. I really do. The light novel is very intriguing, and there's some really cute elements to it. But, let's be 100% honest, it is a utter garbage shit show of a manga. It really is. And the manga I got a hold of early, and I was like, yeah, it'll be good, it'll be good, it'll be good. It's just, yeah, I mean, the first day he meets uh, and saves Mimi, she ends up sleeping with him immediately. Then when he saves Elma later on and pays off her debt from the accident that occurs later on, she ends up sleeping with him and they become a weird harem. And I'm assuming the girl Serena, who is lieutenant of the Galactic Police, is going to join this harem because that's how it's going to go because Hero has main character status. Yeah, uh, th- th- there's some cool, clever elements, like the fact that he takes a sentient horror device and straps it to a essentially a nuclear missile to destroy an enemy battleship and creates a essentially a giant biological terror because of this. So, actually, let me explain what happens. So, in the game, there are these things called singing crystals. It's a weird in-game item that you get that if you use it, it'll start a raid. But in the in this actual world that he's in, what happens is if you break a singing crystal, tons of these evil sentient crystals will come and destroy your entire fleet. So what does he do with this evil crystal that he finds, which is technically considered a horrible weapon that is against all conventional laws of war? It's a super banned thing. Well, he says, I'm going to strap it to a nuclear missile and blast the enemy flagship. Brilliant idea, but that's totally a weapon of mass destruction and just it's the onslaught of him killing people with no remorse whatsoever. <sighs> I I really want to like this cuz that's a cool element. It's horrifying, but it's 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 a cool element. You wouldn't think to do that. But yeah. I you know what the art style it's really generic. Uh, the ship looks kind of cool. I like the fact that it has arms. It has these four arms that protrude out, and that's what they use to use the to use the cannons. And eventually, his nickname is Forearms because he has the forearms. It looks very similar. I gotta admit to the Outlaw Star in that element where it has the arms, but the weapons are kind of unique. Uh, the ship design is okay. The Merc ships aren't that bad. I kind of am intrigued by the ship concept and the ship fighting ideal but the overarching story is utter trash and garbage so overall i had to really think about this and i really stretched it i was like no 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 this is garbage no there's some good elements i'm gonna say this is a uh well typical reading material local correction facility or psychiatric institute this is bottom of the barrel almost complete garbage there's some okay elements that are unique to it but this is pretty bad uh, some of you are going to be like, oh, but it's an Izakai in space. That's different. It's like, yeah, it's different, but this is super OP. Doesn't do anything new with the material. It's He's too perfect. 
this is just Mary Sue wish fantasy. And sometimes some of the Izakais do something very different. That's why I like Rise of the Shield Hero. That's why I like Aphoretta. That's why I like some of the other ones. Because the characters are brought down to a level. They're not perfect and they have to work their way up. It's not, I am ultimate and amazing. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Some of those are really cool and I like those ones. I like um, the the Sage's Grandson. I like... But I like how a realistic hero, because he's not omnipotent, perfect. He's just, he's smart and he has to work around. There is some sort of flaw. There's not, he's not just given everything. This guy has literally everything handed to him. It's the ultimate, I am the super protagonist. Everything's going to go right for me. So, yeah. I give it a typical reading material, local correct facility or a psychiatric institute, our second lowest rating. There's some okay elements to this, but it's not. It's it's way less than average. It's a lot worse than average. It's not complete shit, but it's close. It really is. So if you disagree with me, you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spyarkin.com, or tweet me at Spyarkin. Tell me what I missed about this series. If you think that it is a good one, if you like the fact that it's so overpowered and Hero is so amazing and so great, and the fact that he bones Mimi and he bones Elma, essentially... The same day. Yeah. Let me know what you think. Uh, I just... Yeah. I just felt really dumbed down by this. I really did. Anyway. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes. www.spirekin.com You can tweet me at Spirekin. And let's actually get to the manga releases for the week. And this came out July 27th, 2021 with 22 new titles. And I gotta say, there are some really good ones out on this list. We have... Akeshic Record of Bastard, Magic Instructor, Volume 12, the manga. Berserk of Gluttony, Volume 3. Blue Giant Omnibus, Volumes 5 and 6, which means that's the third omnibus. Booty Royale, Never Go Down Without a Fight, Volumes 1 and 2. Boys Run the Riot, Volume 2. City, Volume 12. Fairy Tale 100 Year Quest, Volume 8. I'm in Love with the Villainous, Volume 1. I'm Standing on a Million Lives, Volume 10. My Senpai is Annoying, Volume 5. Penguin Drum, the Manga, Volume 5. Pretty Boy Detective Club, Volume 1. Reincarnated as a Dragon Hatchling, the Light Novel, Volume 1. Roll Over and Die, I Will Fight for an Ordinary Life with My Love and Cursed Sword, the Light Novel, Volume 4. Seaside Stranger, Volume 1. Amibi no Stranger, the Manga. This one I've actually, I'm intrigued by. I've heard some things, but we'll see. Sweat and Soap, Volume 7. The Demon Girl Next Door, Volume 3. The Great Joggy Will Not Be Defeated, Volume 1. The Strange Adventures of a Broke Mercenary, the manga, Volume 1. And this one is another one that seems interesting because it's about a mercenary who's completely broke, not good with his money. And that is interesting because it does something different with the genre. The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest, Volume 4. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Otomi Games is Tough for Mobs, Volume 1, the manga. And finally, UQ Holder, Volume 23. Yes, Ken Akamatsu series is still going strong. Even though I'm still upset that Nagima did not have the correct ending it should have had because they dropped so many plot points and just never finished it right. But, so those are the mangas for the week. And like I said, the ones I'm interested in are definitely Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest, Strange Adventures of a Broke Mercenary, Sweat and Soap, Seaside Stranger, Penguin Drum, I'm in Love with the Villainous, and Boys Run the Riot. Which of these are you interested in? Let me know, zanspyarkin.com, or tweet me at Spyarkin. And now, 
first off, guys, thank you for listening. I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are excited for the con to come up because I'm going to be posting a lot of information about the con online. And more importantly than that, I'm going to be talking about tons of other crazy things. So stay tuned for that. I'm going to be posting all my news for the week during the con. So be excited for that. But I think I'm going too rambly. So let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin that Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on the manga that's in that spot is the one I'll review in the next episode of the Spire Can Manga Review, episode 428. And I've got to say, we've got some great titles on here. Some of them are really different, and some of them are just cool and awesome. But let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number three. Oh, so in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga about a guy who's in love with a monster that wants to eat him. What are we talking about? We're talking about Sachi's monstrous appetite. Is it good? Is it bad? Well, you're going to have to wait and find out in the next episode. But guys, thank you for listening. I love doing this podcast. I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Spirekin to see some of our new let's plays and our reviews and our reactions to the newest videos and we'll get a couple of live reaction reviews so check those out but i'm getting ahead of myself so anyway as usual i have been your hosan i'm gonsville i'll catch you guys next time and keep reading manga see you later